episode 47 what is going down welcome to not politically correct it's the homie ts aka c nova you know i gotcha aka hankahook aka mexican raiden aka epe and you can find me on twitter at c nova kpz aka transitional sam it's your boy Rimacore, McCoy, aka yes. Mister What It Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka yes. <coughs> aka Smooth. It's your boy Rimacore, McCoy, uh, aka Mister What It Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Smooth Job Johnny, aka Dope Duck Danny, aka Red Man, aka Hallway Jones, because your bitch might make me a ringtone. I'm talking about Liquored up Lenny Liquored up Lenny All the shit that your bitch want And more and Waved up you know. Like um, The blow The herb No but you can find me on uh, Twitter And on Instagram here and there At uh, Rimokoi KPZ And you can also uh, Find me on Snapchat At Rimokoi Listen Rimokoi Rebel <laughs> It's not gonna become a Russell segment, but you interrupt my intro. It's my greatest thing of the week. Hi, my name is Trey, and I got a basketball game on top tomorrow. AKA Brody, AKA Ghost, AKA nickname Nathaniel, AKA Nava Jojo, AKA Ben Jojo, AKA Village and Emily, AKA Steve Sox, AKA No Longer Popcorn Paul, AKA Caucasian Consultant, AKA Hank Hill, cause damn it, Bobby. CD recording everything. Dude, that, that damn it, Bobby gets Buster me Ryan. every fucking time. Monster arms. You hear that, Chuck? dance. Listen to <laughs> X to the Z. Ooh, that's hot. <laughs> Canada, bitch. <laughs> Canada, bitch. <laughs> the one pox in me. Okay. All right. It's Russ, the barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. Smooth Fingers, a.k.a. Kid Universal, a.k.a. Gentleman R, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. Russ the Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Mike screeching. All right. Um, you can find me Twitter, Snapchat, ECKZ underscore R A Y D E T. Yes, that's X rated. And I on Insta, 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 Instagram. What is that? Insta, Instagram. On Instagram, you candid cupidity. C A N D I D underscore C U P I D I T Y. I D I T Y. I D I T Y. That's where it is. That's for idiot. <laughs> I thought it was for idiot. <laughs> That's for idiot. Um. So just so you guys know and remember, and I hope you do at this point because we say it every week. Uh, you can join our Facebook group at Not Politically Correct Podcast. You can actually like our Facebook page at NPC Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, um, at Not PC Podcast, and you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, the podcast app if you have a uh, iPhone. Uh, Spreaker, uh, Google Play, um, is there anything I'm missing that we, Spotify, all of that shit, find us there, just search Not P, not Politically Correct Podcast, don't search NPC, because there are a couple of other podcasts that are uh, more politically correct, that are called NPC, there's one um, that hopped into my Twitter mentions and whatever, uh, because my friend asked, was our podcast Twitter name? NPC uh, podcast. They hopped in and said, "Yep, they're called non-playable character podcast." So it's a whole different thing. He just wanted to be a dick about uh, it. Shout out to them though. Uh, maybe we'll follow you guys. You guys follow us, and we'll do some crossover shit because 
with a real NPC, please stand up. Right. NPC meets NPC. Right, exactly. Please stand up. Please stand up. Speaking of things that stand up, athletes on the field. That was going to take a turn for the worst really quick. I got yeah, I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the words left my mouth, I was like, oh, I probably should have thought about the phrasing of that <laughs> beforehand. Man, say it right. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, the first thing I want to get into, let's. I want to shit on the NCAA, the uh, North American Ballers Corporation of. No, I'm just kidding. Was it National? African Americans? National Collegiate uh, Association. National Athletic Association. Association. There we go. Got it. I can mix that later. I won't do that. Okay. Um, the first thing they. So, uh, James Wiseman, he is. Uh, one of the owners of the Wiseman Trophy. That's Heisman. But, <laughs> yes. uh, you are not a wise man, Grasshopper. Um, so he plays for Memphis College right now. Um, he was an old uh, um, athlete for Penny Hardaway, I think, for high school or something like that. Um, he was an Hardaway. old athlete for wait, was Hardaway. Penny Hardaway. No, no. Oh, he was a was former. Um, yeah. Got it. Okay, player. Uh, okay. Uh, playable character. <laughs> um, but he is one of the top prospects going into for the uh, NBA draft or will be and um, he got a, I think it was an injury or I'm still trying to figure out the full details I just think it's more fucked up that it's not that major it seems but um, they have ruled him ineligible I think that's pretty shitty that I mean he's one of the top prospects and if you can't take into account if it, if it's like an injury type of thing, like because I said that he could play again soon, doctor wise. Um, I just think I don't know. They they're trying to hold him back from being more than they can be. Um, there was another one that uh because he's injured. Yeah. Okay. I'm really thinking or hoping so. What's this fucking call, Charles? What the fuck? I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't it make sense that he's a non-playable character if he's injured? We're not talking about that again. Charles? Intro. Yo, hello. Hey, bud. Welcome oh, to Not Politically you Correct. You fucked up? You accidentally hit call on there or what? <laughs> <laughs> no, we called you a purple, you turk guy. Hey, can you, can you go over... Oh, I'm on... You're on a break? Nah, who I hear in the background. Oh, I said you're not politically correct. So, did you hear about James Wiseman and the NCAA? No, what happened? Oh, man. <laughs> He's supposed to be the... <laughs> you're my savior. Unholy. What's going down, Charles? <laughs> I was trying to... Uh, I don't know if he's injured or what. Uh, I thought you would have uh, definitely heard about it because you're more sports guy than me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 but I didn't know if he was like injured or why, but I heard that the NC- he's, be- he's like one of the top... Uh, prospects for the NBA draft, and they're ruling him ineligible, which seems like it's fucking up his future career potentially. And he's got like his uh, whoever's like looking over him, um, kind of trying to fight back against the NCAA. Sounds like a terrible situation. I'm trying to shit on the NCAA right now. If you guys some input, because uh, there was also that thing that you were talking to me about. Do you want to speak on that? With the oh well name. yeah I can talk trash about the NCAA all day if you want me to yeah uh, NCAA it's basically modern slavery um they're all terrible people um <laughs> <laughs> uh, no what I was trying to explain to you before is uh you had asked me about um why they were 
coming out now and passing uh, basically some new rules saying that they could uh, profit off of their name and likeness. And the long story short on that is California passed a law a little ways back that said that um, players could basically basically get paid for for what they're doing. And uh, the NCAA tried to change the rule to basically put the onus on brands like Nike or Adidas or whoever so that the brands would pay them and not the schools. So it's all a game. They just they want to keep not paying the players by any way possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just want to keep making money off of people doing work that they're not doing. So do you think there's going to be another NCAA football EA sports game? Not for a long time. Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think, uh, was it 2K or somebody who's like bought the rights or tried to buy the rights and tried to prevent them from coming out with, uh, or was it yeah, ESPN? Yeah, like all those NCAA football games, yeah. NCAA basketball games used to be a thing and then there was a class action lawsuit mm-hmm. where the players were basically like, you putting us in these games and we're not getting paid. Right. right. And then so the NCAA was like, okay, no more games. Yeah, <laughs> so, which were, which is crazy because they were the, like the better basketball games for the longest time. I low key feel yeah. like college basketball or college sports in general; those niggas really go hard because mm-hmm. they're trying to get caught. Right. Yeah. Once you get the check, then you don't have to try as hard to make it seem like. Yeah, but like. then I feel but, like as soon as they hit the NFL, and I heard that as soon as they hit the NFL, it's not just they're making money now, so they can chill out, but now they have a. Uh, that's their career. Yeah. So they don't want to get injured and they don't put as much uh, effort into plays but not as they that, in college. They don't really understand. Well, hey, I'll put it this way, T.S. You know, you know just as well as I do. When you're in college um, and you're trying to get your degree, you're hungry, right? Right. Yeah. Um, once you went and you're doing internships where you're not getting paid shit and blah, 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 blah. And then flash forward 10 years later, we've been working now and your boss is like, hey, I need you to come in on Saturday. And you're like, no. Uh, for what? I don't get overtime. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the, there was a college, I think it was football, I'm not sure, um, college uh, athlete that uh, he, they found, the NCAA found out that he received a small like loan or donation that he's going to pay his friend back for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that kind of stuff happens like every I, I want to say every. That speaker. Turn it. No, they they weren't giving me money. It was a loan, so I'm paying it back. Yeah, that's and they they're still like under investigation to see how much how large of a loan and stuff it was. I forget what it was. Uh, someone interviewed like a college athlete. I don't know if it was Bomani Jones or who, but uh, and it was like they couldn't receive, um, even. Like, any sort of donation, whether it's, like, 20 bucks, which isn't even much, or uh, food, like, I can't, you can't get t- taken out to dinner like that, and so, like, the... Oh, man, if you, if you look into it, you're not supposed to get anything. Like, yeah, anything, yeah, it's nothing. crazy. Um, like, it's, uh, it's specific rules, I remember from college, right, it's so specific rules that players, um, like, the schools can't provide meals or anything like that, so what they would do is they would have like a team like buffet during this certain time 
So the teams, the players could all come in and eat at that time. That way they're not providing meals or whatever. It's just food and they can come in and eat. It's like little ways that they go about doing everything that just dances around the rules slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was crazy. Because, yeah, the interviewer was joking. He's like, because they were out to dinner. He's like, well, um, I'm not going to finish my food. So if you want, because I'm not donating, because I already ate it. I'm just leaving it here if you want to take it. He's like, I think I can do that. <laughs> That's ridiculous, dog. I wouldn't um, mind if they weren't getting paid, if colleges weren't making money off of their likeness. Right, exactly. Exactly. I yeah. don't think that's yeah. the fair part. I mean, when you're in high school, nobody's making money off of your likeness. There's no video games or anything with your face on the cover. You're not a part of anything that's... I mean, I guess you're kind of helping the school because anytime you're out and about in public, you're representing either your school, your job, whatever. You're a part of that. But they're not really profiting like college campuses or profiting off of your college sports. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like them football teams down in Texas are making a whole lot of money. Texas is huge. I heard Um, like NFL's huge in Texas, but college is even bigger in Texas, and high school is even bigger than college. And like, it's crazy. Yeah, high school football is like a way of life down there. Especially baseball too. The reality is when you when you, I'm I'm a purist. Um, I don't believe in work without getting paid. I mean, that's just (laughs) hey. Black Power, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I know what you're saying, so, Charles. <laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on volunteer work, then? Volunteer work is a little bit different. As long as you're getting paid. Because, no. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're getting paid. <laughs> well, it's, you, 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 it's, it's an, a full agreement between people. There's no coercion. There's no, oh, you're doing this because of a later reward. It's, you're doing this solely out of the goodness of your heart. You out here... Uh, I'm a big proponent of Big Brothers Big Sisters. I'm not doing that for any reward other than I want I want to be a mentor to a little kid. That is awesome. That's different. If I was doing it to be the mentor of the year in the Mentors League, <laughs> the, the uh, Mentor, mentor League, League Association, uh, the MLA. Yeah, the Mentor <laughs> League Association, that would be different. And they're like, uh, you might get drafted into the top mentors next year if, if, you, if you put it down and you had and your kid is getting straight A's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's different. Yeah. Um, so, like, actually contributing towards a good event for people rather than just being, like, a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, I hear. That's just how I feel about it. Um, anytime, because anytime you see uh, people working without getting paid for it, um, internships, uh, different sports, if you look down hard enough, somebody's breaking some rules along the way to help them out. Yeah. And that's where it gets shady, and that's why I'm not doing it. That's why I'm not down for that, so. Yeah. Fuck the NCAA. It's funny that. Yeah, fuck the NCAA. I'm, I definitely think that the college uh, players should get paid and things of that nature. But um, funny thing is, I Russell, earlier you were like, they're the better sport, and I think many people would agree, or or TS said it that that like they're the better because they're trying. Yeah, because they're trying. I do not like watching college sports of any sort. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't. Have you though? There's an innate stigma that they're amateurs because they're not. They don't have that many level. years of experience. Maybe, it might be. It might be that. It might. It could Cause, be that. Because they have don't. this. They have great skill to be considered on certain teams. Um, you see those with great skill and uh, who can shoot well, who can um, uh, read the floor well. 
yeah. who can get to the goal the best. And the, the thing about it is, for some reason, in my mind, it's still like, yeah, but it's not the NBA. You know what I mean? True. Exactly. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to jump in a little bit. Um, Please do. I think, I think what you mean when you say they're the better sport is you mean it's more enjoyable to watch. There's more competitive balance. There's more passion. Um, there's, a, there's a different team that's good every year because there's so many scrubs on the team <laughs> the reason that that the nba is better is because all of those dudes are so good with the exception of like austin rivers um, <laughs> all of those dudes are so good or that one that person that's McQuaid's. oh not bledsoe that's his dude middleton. middleton yeah right 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 uh chris middleton for example it, and and Eric Bledsoe are both so good that it comes down to almost personal preference on hell yeah like. speak on speak on it speak on Middleton and Bledsoe for the uh, one time Charles here we go <laughs> <laughs> well uh, listeners of the pod aka myself <laughs> <laughs> that uh, McCoy is a big Eric Bledsoe fan I'm a big Eric Bledsoe fan too I really think he brings a lot to the Bucks. But when he makes a shot, tell me, yeah, if you're gonna sit here and tell me that he's a better player than Chris Middleton or deserves to be a all star over Chris Middleton, when we look at last season, um, I'm gonna tell you that you probably need to do slightly less drugs. Oh, what? Hey, I'm pretty sure <laughs> in all those words, he was just saying that Chris Middleton is better than Bledsoe. He's absolutely a better player than Bledsoe. Now, here's the thing he's a better defender. Uh, Bledsoe is a better defender than Middleton. And defense that, wins championships. That's, that's a skill. That's a skill. But pretty much everything else. <laughs> you say that it's a skill. You know, like he can spell his name and shit correctly every time. Yeah, man. He, he has great cursive. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. Johnson. Yeah. Did you, did you see? Uh, so uh, uh, Drew Bledsoe during the game was that Thursday night? I think. Drew Bledsoe. Drew, right. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. Eric is a uh, stepbrother. Has half stepbrother. Um, he was <laughs> a brother with Downs. He was out of bounds to get the, for the ref to give him the ball to pass it inbounds to start the play, and yeah. he just got the ball from the ref and started dribbling inbounds. I'm yeah. like, he's yeah. definitely gonna get random drug tested. Yeah. <laughs> that. Did you uh, Did you see they asked him about it? He said J.R. Smith called him at halftime and said he had to make a play. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> any part of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. So anyway, shout out, to, shout out to Blesso. That's my dude. Shout out to Chris Middleton. He's a better player, but that's also my dude. Um, and shout out to Real McCoy, because I'm just glad you watched basketball a little bit. You know. Shout out to Cody for like you know calling Charles. Hey, Everyone shout out to Cody. Uh, Cody wears the best socks of anybody I know. Hey, hey and they're not red. Hey. Wait, what? <laughs> Charles, before we let you go, you wanna uh, go ahead and do your AKs for the one time? Oh uh, wait. Prepare for that. You don't get your notebook. Um, do just you have just in case? Do you I, have the the uh, Theophilus yeah. thistle? Then oh yeah, one or I the other. Sure I don't know if people could hear it uh, since y'all got to sound check me, but real quick, Theophilus thistle. This is Cassius thistle sifter. What's the thing? A sieve full of unsifted thistles. Thrust three thousand thistles through the thick of his thumb. Now, if you were Theophilus thistle, the successful thistle sifter, would you thrust three thousand thistles through the thick of your thumb? Damn dog, fuck? yeah, he be killing that shit. Charles, aka Crazy Bone. <laughs> 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 wow. 
My head hurt from it. What the? F- I cannot. I'm glad I got this recorded. <laughs> nah, damn. Now do Z. <laughs> All right, bro. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Charles. Thanks for calling. Gang. We called you. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know we called you. <laughs> you know we called you. Shout out Dame Dalla. His mix mixtape. God, that was some some disrespect. His uh, <laughs> album came out earlier this year, and I finally listened to it recently. Um, so it's actually like pretty good. From like, I'm thinking like, there's not too many athletes that make good music, like actually good. Like, oh, I did, would not have guessed that you bounce a ball. Shut up and dribble. I'm just kidding, but <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. I liked it better. Th- I'm yeah, not- you watch the news. I'm proud of you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was one time on my phone as a gift. No, they um, can't. But yeah, it, <laughs> I I uh, liked it better than DaBaby's album Kirk, but that's not saying much because I did not really prefer. It, but I'd give Dame Dalla's album uh, like a seven. Out I mean, of 10. probably it it's not that damn hard to be better than DaBaby's last album, only album. It's not that hard. Shug was good, but uh, yeah, I didn't like Kirk. You just have to have spaces between your sentences. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my album. Uh, speaking of music. Right. Um, what rhymes with Buck Lake? Buck Drake. Oh, yeah. Buck Lake. <laughs> Mask. Um, That's a transition time, everybody. Right, right, right. So, um, what we're going to be talking about today, well, I, really there's only one piece of music I really want to talk about. Um, and I know y'all have heard me speak on a lot this, uh, I shouldn't say this season on MPC. Uh, this year, uh, we spoke a lot. On, season two. Um, we spoke a lot on, um, so then technically this has been last season. Y'all heard me speak a lot on female rappers. Mm-hmm. Well, one of our favorites uh, on this pod, at least uh, I believe it's me and TS and uh, favorites, and also R- the Bartman, apparently. Because, um, bitch, she's a cow. Yeah. Dude, when a cow, I we like to milk. Um, I'm not a cat. I do not go meow. However she say it, I do not know how. <laughs> And that is why Burst. we don't let Cody rap. Um, no, but Doja Cat, man, she Feline. she's back with another album uh, that came out called Hot Pink. And, and you know what's crazy is I just picked it up, you know, on a whim just because I, you know, heard a clip of a song on uh, YouTube, like she did a video for, him. and I heard just a, like a little twenty second clip, and I was like, you know what? Was it a clip of Rules, rules. or Cyber Sex? Rules, Rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, the song called. rules, not actual rules. Um, but the, this album is pretty good to me. Like top, like start, like top to bottom, I really enjoyed this album. I think Doja Cat had a lot of really good moments on this album. Um, I was talking with my fellow, you know, podcasters, uh, Sir TS and uh, uh, Lady Cody, and we were discussing poppiness of the album. I thought that <laughs> I think that Doja Cat actually this album to me is more enjoyable than. What was the other one she did? Um, Am- Amala. Amala. That's which I believe is her real name, if I'm not mistaken. No, her whole name was like Amalgamy or something. Alchemist. Amalgamation. Yeah, it's like Amalgal something. It's a whole uh, galaxy. <laughs> yeah, you know how we were making fun of Cardi B's name? Holy yeah. crap! Abracadabra. Look, look up uh, Doja Cat's actual name and. Her, First, middle, last name was like, what the fuck is that? This, that's crazy. Like, Doja Cat is such an inter, like, so interesting as an artist and character, all of that, that 
I have really become like just drawn to like what she's gonna do with her videos, with like the like the energy that she's gonna attach to any of her uh, projects or or songs. And she did not disappoint when she did the video for Rules. And I think that album, you know, they were saying it's poppy. They were saying it, it sound. I said I just want to know when I can talk about this. I, I listen. I think I think she. Yep. I I think she raps a lot more concise. Her songs are like a lot more just like crisp, like those like writing wise and like bar wise on this album, top to bottom. It reminded me of you know if Nelly was like a a little bit more lyrical maybe. It reminded me of one of those moments when they started talking about how poppy it was. It might be more pop rap, but the rapping portion of these of these pop songs are fucking good. Like she definitely got some bars on there, and she got a it's feature light. She got Gucci Gucci Mane and um Shmino and Tyga on there because she took uh, the song Juicy off of the other album, added Tyga's verse, and then put it on here. But I definitely heard Shmino. Here's the last uh, feature on uh, Dream. Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers three. Um, yeah, he got. I think he's on like two or three tracks on there. Uh, um, so really, it's just for me, it's just a better rap album. I'm not saying. I think I started to agree after listening to it again. Um, this morning, it is a. I do, do think it has better pop or better like catchy moments. But I think like par wise, she was really getting her shit off on this. Uh, and my favorite song on there has to be Rules. And this I could tell the song was good. Because she has a line, she has a line in there where she says, uh, "Play with my pussy, but don't play with my emotions." And I was in I, the shower singing along to this fucking song. She says, "Like she says, like, like ah, that's the only line I remember from that." Like, that track. but yeah, I think she's getting her shit off on there. She even made Gucci Man step his shit up because he talking about being a big cat and said he's like I'm El Gato or some shit. Like, I just like Gucci Man trying to get in his bag and trying to do something creative and different and have his bars be like next level and I think she did that for him and this is rules right here for those who are which is crazy that you like it so much because McCoy hates rules if you know that <laughs> <laughs> you gotta tell me dude. yeah sorry nope come on Cody keep the same energy and then like <laughs> even in that even in that um uh the second verse she said some shit like I'm a bouncer. You don't dive in this place like dolphins. If you don't dive in this place like ocean, like the way she was, it's so concise in the way she was like, like not like her flow is on point and the way she just kind of just dropping bar, like rapping wise. I think she really got her stuff on this one, man. But TS thinks a little bit different. Ain't that right? TS. I think a lot of different. <laughs> I, um, I listened to the album again this morning and I think I like it more than I did this first time that I listened to it like the it's first time I was listening though. to it it was like eh alright it did sound more like McCoy was saying poppy it was just I don't know it was just too kiss a femi <laughs> but kiss the um it's not like the, the song content itself what she was talking about definitely wasn't kiss a femi it was more like BET Uncutly <laughs> but BET Uncutly <laughs> But um, I would say Amala, the first album was definitely just, it was just a hell of a lot more smooth. I think the tracks on there were put together better than the tracks on um, Hot Pink. And that's only because on Amala, she did, I think she sang a little bit more. I think she had a balance of between singing and rapping because she would sing her ass off and at the same time she'd be rapping. 
But on any of her songs, she's always harmonizing in the background. And mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite parts about R&B singers is mm-hmm. when they make instrumentals, it's not when they're singing, they're not just on the instrumental. The good artists will have them humming in the background or uh, harmonizing somehow with the beat. So their voice then becomes an instrumental on top of the instrumental. And then they're singing on top of that shit. So on Amala, we had a combination of that R&B style. And at the same time, she got to rap over that shit. It was just super fucking smooth. I really like those first like two or three checks on Amala. When she talked about her vagina. You're talking about, um, well... It, Amala or Hot Pink? Amala. Okay. Because that I, I I did some research, man. <laughs> that is definitely not a cookie jar she's talking about. <laughs> it's definitely not, but I want some cookies. <laughs> Out the jar. I am the cookie monster. <laughs> okay, okay tell ja me that sounds a little... All right, Ja Rule. What? Um, not the right guy. So you're saying about cookie jar? <laughs> Focus. <laughs> You're, you're just not going to talk? Also not a good uh, album to listen to at work because every girl walks by like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. So, definitely, I haven't listened to Nikki's first album uh, since it, like, was that? Out. Pink Friday? Yeah, Pink Friday. That's what it is. I have it in my car, but it's... Pink it definitely Friday's reminds okay. me that Nikki, I feel like, rapped a lot more on there than uh, Doja Cat rapped on Hot Pink. But it's the same poppy Barbie vibe. You know what's hilarious about you saying that is when I told uh, Jamie, well, actually, Jamie told me, she was like, yo, did you know Doja had a new album out? I was like, yeah, it's called Hot Pink. And she laughed to herself. She was like, Hot Pink. Like Pink Friday, was you trying to be like Nicki Minaj or something like that? Yeah, we talked about yeah, me and me and I brought that up to last week too. Or yeah, so and it's just an album title. That's all it is. But at the same time, it was like I said, it was Kiss FME. Right, and if you hard, I mean, it'd be. I don't think that Hot Pink is made to sound like Kiss FME. Right, I don't think it's made to sound like you know Pink Friday. Avril Lavigne and all them still on Kiss FM. I think. It does kind of harken back on some like, uh, like paying like homage to like Nikki in some way to call the album Hot Pink. It, to me, it felt like that. If it's like a ooh question, yep. Who do you think would out rap who, Doja or Nikki? This Co- era, current day, Nikki, like, like today, Nikki in her quote unquote well prime, in, in, like in when she was way, first dropping out, like a ba- or not dropping. a battle, not a battle, but like uh just who had the better person? Better, okay. Yeah. Yeah, current, so at this current, state, Doja. Current, current Doja. Last, prime like, Doja with Prime Nikki. Yeah, Prime saying. Doja with Prime Nikki on a track. Who do you think would have oh, the okay. best verse? Prime Prime? Nikki. Really? Nikki. Ooh, I, I would go I Doja. Know. I don't know. I 2000, like 9 to 10, 9, 10 to like See, mix, mixtape Nikki Minaj, Yeah, I think, Pri- could murk. Well, what kind of Prime? Well, I, Skills ooh, or like... We're talking about Drake and he just cares about sales. That's a different, you know, like. Are we consider if we're considering Nikki Prime her mixtape days? So that's before she went um, commercial. If we're talking that Nikki and that's her prime, then yeah, it, I'd say Nikki would take it. Yeah. I don't know though, because Nikki, to me, Nikki and her prime was Monster Nikki, and but, I don't even think that verse was the best verse in the song. But like, Monster that, Nikki wasn't even as good as Mick. Nothing she dropped as a commercial has ever went as hard as the shit that she was dropping when she was on her mixtapes. Wait, but wait. 
that she was getting hurt the shit off. Dog, she you gotta remember the verse that she did on My Chick Bad. The verse that she did on um the verse that she did on uh B.O.B.'s uh Out of My Mind. Like these are twenty ten these are these twenty ten, twenty eleven like prime Nikki. I felt like she was in the zone, even if even if it was commercial, which is why I feel like this Doja Cat album, even though it's poppy, she's still, you know, serving some like filet mignon type rap. Like the shit is like prime. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's definitely like top notch rap. Which is be- it's better than so many of the niggas that rap right now. So many of them, like. And I don't know if uh, maybe I gotta listen to it again, but I like really didn't want to. But I actually might not because when he started like naming the lines and playing the songs, I'm like, okay, now I kind of. But I don't know if it was maybe the time of the day that I listened to it because it was right away in the morning. But it was just so. It was. That sounds weird. It's, it's it sounded too happy for me at the time. I, I don't know if I just woke up, but like <laughs> it was really fucking too much. Damn. Okay. It's funny because you've been listening to Nelly so much recently. I'm like, that's not. You He's comparing those. No, because I mean I have. You're, how can you compare Nelly? We were talking about pop rap. Nelly was definitely pop not rap. Pop like. Popular like yeah, pop sound. High pop energy music. happiness bubblegum music kind of thing. You know. Right, when me and Cody are talking about pop, we're talking about that bubblegum shit. <laughs> but see, she has songs on here like Rules. You can find me like and the, ha, ba, ba. <laughs> Like, get him out of here, please. Right. You can go, sir. Um, no, but if you listen to the song like Rules, or you listen to the song like, um, uh, what is it on here? Streets on here, or like all of these beats sound like a darker tone. So like when you say it was happy. No. Rules and Streets. Let's see. Rules, Streets... And I think there's one more track that is slowed yeah. down. Um, talk dirty addiction. No addiction is. Uh, I think you're talking about the one where she's talking about her guy. Like, yeah, I think that's addiction. But there's only like three tracks on this thing that um, don't have this kind of sound. Right off the bat, I'm like, are there fairies in my car? Oh, right, here's Bottom Bitch. Shine. See, and, like, even listen to this beat and listen to, like, Rules, they have, like, that kind of, like, I don't know, it seems like This a... sounds like... Okay, this is actually kind of cool. <laughs> Some sort of I can, like, vibe to. This think... looks like, this sounds like typical Doja. As far as the beat goes, yeah. Well, this one I for sure would say this is Doja-ish. So last night I'm listening. I'm at home and I'm listening to Amala, and uh, my mom walks by and says, "Is that Rihanna?" I'm like, "The disrespect? Are you kidding? What? How can you?" And then I told, "No, it's not." She walks away, comes back. Is this Nicki Minaj? Like, which? We were just talking about I mean, I, I see the, the This is sim- like Similarity now 2001 Britney Spears I don't know This is Yeah, two, I, th- I think there are this? more of these kinds of tracks on there See, I feel like it's a balance Because the last thing we just listened to her Yeah, but then Like, I'm, I'm watching a Lizzie McGuire movie right now Or Hillary Duff Whatever the ones are real one, right? Damn, then you got stuff on a model like this. 
this one takes a little bit to kick in. <laughs> if only you could fast forward. If only. I was trying to wait for. Here we go. It's just. So you you want something that's not high, that's slower, like not high energy and shit, like. But that's not, so not the much. tempo. I mean, kind of, but it's more. I don't know how more differently to explain it to you. Because I mean, she does have poppy shit on there, like this, I guess. But this is damn near the only, I guess, poppy song I could think of on a mile. What about um? What is the one she got? Wait, maybe not this one. Maybe this one. This, this yeah, is the down one. low. Down low. It went, which is one of my favorite songs. Probably one of my three favorite songs off of that album, low key. Yeah. But it has like an uh, uh, EDM vibe to it. Yeah, but even with this, like, I feel like all of her instrumentals on this album were just. It, it just balanced a hell of a lot better. Maybe it was. A lot of the tracks on Amala had more bass uh, lines in it, whereas Hot Pink didn't have a lot of bass lines. Huh. Okay, let me ask you this. We're just talking about those guys now. What's your, what's your, what's your favorite track off of Amala, and what's your favorite track off of Hot Pink, if you have one? Tears, you said you listened to it twice, Hot Pink? Yeah. Um... My favorite track would be this one. That's definitely very EDM. This shit is smooth See, that's as fuck. That's the thing. But the bass line, you I looking, told you it was the bass line. I feel like you're looking for like R&B. Um, like what I wanted. What I wanted to know too, after halfway through of this album, on, on Hot Pink, I wonder if it's not hitting me because I don't know what her target audience is, or what, even if target's not the word, what her audience is. I mean, as far as bars go, when she was rapping in Cookie Jar, the first one that uh, Cody was talking about, she was getting her shit off. She got plenty of verses on here where she's rapping, but it's the bass lines of these tracks that I like she seems like a, 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 in order to go with your question she seems like an artist that doesn't really cater to a certain audience but it just sounds like that she just wants to do music right yeah you know I mean? for sure yeah and that, that funny that you said that too because I was thinking like of when they were talking about the pop thing I was thinking of how much of a current day era that is where everybody's like I, I want to be an artist I don't want to be necessarily known as a rapper or an RBC I want to be known as an artist and mm -hmm. you can kind of blur those lines and do a lot of different things so I think the dope thing about Doja Cat is that we can sit and have this conversation of how good she's rapping and how well this sounds like an R&B song I think if anything she's extremely versatile that's yeah, what both of these albums show me that she is extremely versatile she can jump on a beat with Ariana Grande or she could chop it up with Usher if she wanted to. Yeah, like right. yeah. she can work all across man. the board. Or Gucci, yeah. For that it, it does speak to her versatility and um, her ability to um, basically infuse her craft into whatever genre she wants to. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, and like you said, there's a lot of uh, people in the music industry who prefer to be called artists or MCs rather than. Um, rappers or I, I belong to this this genre um, or I'm an entertainer or I'm a performer type of thing. Uh, I know um, Jill Scott was 
real big on making that distinction and a few others about how, you know, I don't just rap, I'm an MC and what the weight of that carries. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, my, uh, one of my, actually my first guitar teacher was my uncle and I remember when I was in, got to like sixth or seventh grade, I was like, all right, I'm a guitar player. He's like, don't, he, he really still don't say you're a guitar player ever again. You're, Why? You're a musician. Musician? Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they will like limit you. Down. You're, yeah, it's exactly. Limit you to you. It's like when back previous, when we liked Kanye, and when he started branching out into um, uh, clothing. And he would, he on an interview, he said like, why can't I branch out? I can't do more than one thing at once. Like I, I don't. I'm not just a musician. I am a musician, but I, I also want to do this and that and that and that. Anyone can, if they just channel you down to, you know, one thing. Like, you're not just an engineer. You smoke cigars and. Yeah, I'm a cigar smoking engineer. Firecracker. So I guess my question for you all today then. Um, for the people, anybody paying attention and listening to this, what is your, I want to know, what do you like, which album do you like from Doja Cat more, Amala or Hot Pink? And what's your favorite track off there? Because I, for me right now, it's Rules, and, um, it's Rules, Streets, and, uh, like Shine too, man. Yeah, Shine is that shit. Yeah, so, yeah, let us know. Is that that time? I think it's time for... Russell hates some shit. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, <laughs> the different <laughs> entertainment industries, um, this this week I've been really tuned in and, and listening to a lot of different people give their opinions and um, give their suggestions as far as the cancer uh, cancer um, cancel culture which could be a cancer. Um, Definitely. And just just what that means and, you know, what criteria are people basing it on and, you know, how far they're going back to basically (laughs) antagonize people who are trying to have a step forward in a a different direction. Um, There was a couple quotes that I I ran across that were really interesting to me. Uh, One of them was, uh, daydreaming is not being awake. Uh, Because you got this, this huge woke culture that's like oh you know because i'm i feel this way about a certain subject because it's usually about a certain subject that they feel the wokest about right um then um i should be able to um judge talk about um coach which is in quotes because it's it's not necessarily a, a a real coaching type of thing it's more of a antagonizing um demoralizing thing uh i should be able to coach people i feel are um still sleep quote unquote right right and so i I found that interesting that um they were like because you're woke in one area um they likened it to a daydream Mm -hmm. to where you aren't necessarily sleep but you're not fully conscious either wow Um, so certain things can affect the, the the course of your daydream um, you may be just staring out in the space and be like, yo, have a, a moment there where you're, you're, you're daydreaming. But in that moment, whatever you're daydreaming about, you feel you're still awake or you're still woke. So it was, it was, it was a very interesting uh, <laughs> analogy and concept they, they, they put together. And it really does speak to today's time where um, 
oh, you know, I, I used to listen to the dude back in the day, and he said this, 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 and this, and I think he should be canceled for, you know, these thoughts and these ideals. Right. Um, they pointed out this one reporter who was um, antagonizing, well, basically antagonizing this gentleman who was donating money to a children's hospital, and he, like, got a lot of people to donate to the children's hospital. One, uh, He got a sponsor that were like, you know, whatever you raise will match. And his full intention was donating that to the children's hospital. Well, the um, the kind of editorial editorial uh, staff that were doing this one paper decided to dig into his past and bring up his old tweets and things. And he, they found two tweets that were, um, they said borderline racist or, or just harmful. Um, when he was 16. And so they, he lost the sponsorship as far as um, they didn't want to be connected to him. They still donated whatever he wrote, he raised and, and matched it and, and helped the children's hospital. But the people came against him so tough. And one of the, the uh, YouTubers I was, I was watching was like, yo, this is, this is the stance you're giving that because you know, you said a couple of bad things back in the past when you were a kid yourself that we're not going to donate to these kids. And it was the stupidest thing. And, and they were just showing how cancerous the cancel culture can be. I agree. And that's the funny thing about it is like um, cancel culture. And I think you said some of some previous shows that that shit in, in and of itself is taking away from everything a person has done. So if you if we can highlight something bad you've done, why is it that we now are negating the good things that you've done? We won't we don't want to highlight any of that right. once we highlight the bad. It's right. like Well it's not just that though. Uh it is. Like that that plays a huge part in it. For me the issue is that anybody we're victimizing victimizing? Criminalizing? We're we're making it seem like Humans have to be perfect. Right. Like, everybody was pointing a finger at... We're not saying... Okay. Um, we're canceling R. Kelly, for one. Mm. But it's kind of a little... Too little, too late. Because of all the shit that he has done over time. Like, we should have gotten him help a hell of a lot earlier. Now he's in jail. Is like, canceling him isn't really going to help him. Mm-hmm. Um, when we cancel people, it it's like we're trying to punish them. But a, I, I always believe that the point of a punishment is to teach a lesson so that way the right. person can better themselves and no longer become punishment punished. Yeah, well, well, the punishment is the crime for the action. But there should be a lesson attached to the punishment. Right. And just yeah. by saying, well, I'm not going to buy the albums anymore. Well, the nigga's in jail, so... How is he learning but, but from I'm, any of this stuff? I mean, he already he already did his thing. The albums are out there; they're in circulation. Like, right. if you really wanted to hurt him, just take him out of circulation. But I'm pretty sure other people are making money off of that. He's feeding families and things of that nature. Dude, so I there's was... <laughs> there's there's a a broader tree than just the branch we're we're focused on. You know what I mean? So get him help because that's that's what he really needs is help. Right. We shouldn't help. be canceling people. We should be helping mm-hmm. people. Um, Michael Che did a joke. Um, not too long ago on uh, SNL, that was hilarious. Um, so that's the one he got flack over. Yes, and then then he did the next week. He came back with like, well, here's five more jokes that they said I can't tell, and I'm gonna tell right now. Who's um, this? Michael Che, <laughs> a comedian, hilarious. Um, 
but the initial joke was about Caitlyn Jenner. And he was like, you know, he was talking about how Kanye West, um, I think it was Kanye West that, you know, they were saying, you know, you can't change, you can't turn into somebody else, you know, overnight. And he was like, well, um, five years ago, there used to be this fella named Bruce Jenner. That's how the joke goes. And then he goes, you know what I'm saying? Which is a fact. You right, know what I'm saying? Sure. Five years ago, exactly. there was a person named Bruce Jenner who now is Caitlyn Jenner. And, you know, he's gone through a transi- uh, transition and she identifies as a female. Right. Um, so, you know, now there is no Bruce Jenner. So he's not incorrect, but well, everybody I mean, took kind offense of what makes, to it. That's kind of what makes jokes funny is yeah. when they hold some kind of truth to yeah. it. Yeah. Nick, comedians are usually sparking um, or waxing uh, philosophical about um, real life uh, events and issues. Um, They, there's been many of a comedian who's brought up a tragedy and be like, "Now my first thought was, how am I gonna make this funny?" Because that's how they, that's how they operate. That's how they, they, they work, and that's honestly how comedy works now, especially Um, back in the day when you had um, Richard Pryor. Um, and uh, Fred Sanford or uh, Red Fox, Fred Sanford, Red <laughs> Fox, talking about their own maladies and how to make them funny. Like when Rich set himself on fire, uh, Red Fox ha- having been a, a terrible um, abuser and a drug abuse, uh, 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 alcohol abuse um, victim, and how they use jokes to make themselves human but also make them funny even though the situation was not funny but they humanized themselves to bring themselves down from whatever cloud whatever pedestal you had them on to make themselves relevant and real to the audience by sharing that um that trait that they're known for that was either a mistake or um, some type of event that painted them in a negative way and they used that to appeal to the humanity of the people right. and get them to laugh mm-hmm. about it. Um, the thing that we don't do now, um, especially in comedy, is we don't relate to the funny a lot of times. Because people it's are a so sensitive, ready to yeah, point fingers. You can't make fun of that. It's a sensitive uh, aspect for uh, for that person, but they'll laugh at all the other jokes because, oh, that's not me. That's, that's funny. Um, Anthony Jeselnik had a <laughs> joke where he's talking about how he met um, people after the shows, and he was like, you know what, I'm, I'm all about coming, asking for an autograph, telling me, Anthony, this was the greatest show I've ever seen, best comedy, da 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 and he was like, and that's it. Everything else <laughs> you can shut the fuck up about. <laughs> and so he had this uh, woman who identifies as being lesbian come to him after the show and was like, you know, great show, hilarious, um, I'm glad you didn't do any lesbian jokes, otherwise I'd have been upset. And he was like, do you know how psychotic that makes you sound? <laughs> that you can sit here and laugh at the issues of other, all these other people. Right. But yeah, as soon as that. I say something that you don't like or that you don't agree with, then I'm, I'm the evil person. I'm the demon. Basically. Right. Exactly. Exactly. The, the, the interesting thing about this is there was um, something that, oh, God, it was like a tweet or something that I was um, reading a couple of weeks ago. And basically it was like oh it was around the time that the whole tank thing came out and he was saying like if you if you suck two dicks you can be a man suck two dicks and not be gay okay mm. now here's the, now here's the thing after one voluntary or yeah, you can voluntarily suck two dicks or whatever and 
um, I was started retweeting some stuff and people that were like, you guys are mad that we're saying that that's not true. You have to be gay. Like, if you voluntarily suck a dick and you have a dick, you're gay. They're like, you guys are getting mad at that, but it, there's some fact in it. So there's all these people going around, people were making fun of it, what he said, because they're like, the fact is, if you engage in homosexual activity, you would then be classified as gay. True. And people were getting mad, but there's fact in, no matter how many jokes you crack, there's fact in that. There's fact, you and you. Oh, I thought you were saying there's fact in he could suck dicks and not no, be gay. Like that's what? not that. Well, there's clearly no fact in that. So <laughs> like, I'm still not sure. <laughs> so there's you get mad at certain jokes and things. Tank's like, okay, one more. Like if you fix two or three cars, you you might be a mechanic. mechanic right, exactly. You might be. It's like, I well, one like who fixes cars, like right. maybe I like chocolate. Right, <laughs> and, and one who sucks dick is a dick sucker. Right, I mean, usually <laughs> those are attached to the lips of women or yeah. people who like the same sex. Which would make you then gay. Yeah. So what sex are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> what sex are you gay? That's funny. Um, <laughs> the thing that I wanted to uh, bring to light about this whole uh, cancel culture, um, there was a another interesting phrase that I found. Um, on that good old YouTube. Um, Hakuna Matata. It was, that's a good one too. Um, it means no worries. Control for, for the, the rest, rest of your days. days. <laughs> that's our problem for you. Philosophy. Hakuna Matata. All right. Hakuna Matata. Yannis. Hakuna Matata. That's Doja Cat's name. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Akbar. All right. Um, so control, out, delete. Um, control the speech, alt the truth, delete the opposition. Um, in this control case, it'll be control like, the truth. So how control the speech? The control speech. the speech. Alt the, the truth. truth. Alt the truth. Delete, delete the opposition. The opposition. Okay. And can we take this step by step? Oh so sure. I'm gonna, how do we control the truth? I'm gonna go through the each each control point. the speech. So um, yep. right now there's there's there was trying to be a regulation on uh, internet policy um, and internet control um, as far as providers and things of that nature. They they passed, <laughs> they passed uh, a compliance regulation, and then withdrew it because a lot of people was like, no, we don't we don't we don't uh, agree with that. Um, you're not going to control how I use my internet or allow that control to be through who I'm paying for That's when true. all I want them to do is provide the service. And so after that, we had the whole Facebook thing come to light about uh, the stealing of information and the selling mm-hmm. of information. Um, we had um, People trying to control. Well, let's talk about the news. Um, how they control what we are, um, I guess, exposed to. So we've got um, usually goes here's a cute thing, or here's someone's birthday, or here's someone who did something great. Now look at all this bad stuff. This murder was here. That this this this, and now let's go to the weather uh, and then sports. Ah. Um, the format of how the news is is kind of uniform across the board. They follow a certain structure to give you news in a certain way so that you um, you take take time to catch the beginning because that's when you know the people the ratings go up and everything like that nature for the t- for the TV shows. Um, then they hook you in with this is all the bad shit that's going on in your neighborhood, so you need to be careful. So they control us with fear. And then, oh, here's the weather. So you're not just completely depressed about that all day. You know, it's an interesting subliminal. Yeah, um, is that really subliminal? Or I yeah, mean, it, it makes the weather, sense. So then it's like, oh, okay, the weather. But I mean, would you like... would you rather the news focus only on negative things? At what point That's in the news? Kind of. At what I believe. at what point in the news the is weather, it okay the shitty weather. to switch subjects 
into something more lighthearted or something like that? At what point? But I mean, you, you, even even peep the transitions. It's like they're preparing you for the next segment, which is which is great transitional work. I'm not taking that away from them. What I'm saying is that you control people by controlling their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, Hitler himself tried to rule a whole nation with fear. Um, he got pretty far. Um, you can definitely control people via emotions, which is why in movies there's always some kind of audio to go on w- with what's going on. Mm-hmm. You can have a funny slapstick thing where somebody slips on a banana peel and a comical sound after it, and it's like, aha, this is late. But if you change it, same speed and all, yeah. to something really sad, then you might feel bad about um, the guy slipping on a banana. It's, it's an algorithm that works. For most types of movies, they have a, a beginning where you have to learn all the story. Uh, something tragic or something sad happens. Um, and then at the end, they make it together. There may be a twist. It's it's common to each genre. So yeah. horror, there's usually a twist. Comedy, there's usually a funny twist. Um, most movies um, of a kind of like adventure and action, they have um, either um, Marvel brought out the twist at the end to kind of get you ready for the next movie, you know, type of thing. But everything follows a particular algorithm. Uh, that's what I was just saying with the news. But the way that... Um, the control is established, uh, of course, through the news, and then uh, through media, what, what um, items pop into your news feed, um, the gathering of information about each person to bring those things to light. Um, I could say in this mic, man, you know, I could really go for a burger, da da da, da. And then Facebook will have plenty of advertisements from different burger places and food places. Like, we, you know, your father just said this, so <laughs> <laughs> click, on, click on the ad, dude. Um, you ripping Facebook? <laughs> what you doing? All right. Uh, hot singles in your area. Listen here. I just changed my relationship to status to single. You tripping. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. Uh, not real life. I love you, Katana. Um, Cortana. 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 This is what McCoy does in the bathroom. Right? This is why he's 30 minutes late. Right pitch. Cortana. <laughs> No, no, that's too too much, too much. Nah, there we go. Hate the Spanish. All right, um, so. <laughs> Hate to Dora. <laughs> the map, the map. All right, um, so control, control the media, control the speech, control um, the way people receive uh, tech, uh, information through technology. Um, we know we're very comfortable with our phones now. We keep them at the tables. We'll be talking to people with the phone in our face. Um, they've become like a appendage for most, if not all of us. And so the items that we, we access the most are social media, YouTube, um, Google. (laughs) I think, um, yeah, those two. Um, I think we mentioned this before, but the phone in hand thing is, only addictive because most of the apps that you've named, including Pornhub, actually have this feature where you can swipe. For any website or app that you can continually swipe on, you will con- you will just do it, and that motion is addictive. Mm-hmm. You can have the same websites and things on your laptop, larger screen, still access all that information, but you can't swipe, so you're less likely to spend as much time on your laptop as you would on your phone. Until they invented the mouse wheel. Or the trackpad. I still don't... You're swiping But there's something with your your thumb swiping. On the cookie jar. 
You right know? before 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 it was this motion. Yeah, and that was just because they had different um, arcade systems where you you spin a trackball and things like that got you addicted to the game. And I got to figure out how da da da. And they introduced the mouse to the computer to give that easier, free of access. Oh, you're saying that's the same addictive motion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the thumb thing is more addictive than the <laughs> mouse scrolly thing. No pun intended. They, I think it became addictive when video games hand. came out, dude. Because you have that same. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Now you've got just the one hand, so it's a more legend that I could do other things with this like that you think, <laughs> but you're not really. I mean, you're more focused here than you are with, with whatever's in your other hand. Right, right. Damn. So it increases the focus, increases the addiction, because addiction comes from focus. You focus on something that makes me feel good. I want to keep doing that, and you b- develop a habit, you develop a pattern. And it eventually becomes an addiction if you don't integrate certain things or other things into it to kind of break the, the monotony up. To break an addiction, you must have another addiction. Do so you? Fun. Is that true? To yep. break an addiction, you have to start another addiction? I wanted to fight that argument, yeah, but they, it's no, it is true. I mean, you'll see, like... Replace one... Replace right. one. There's people who have been alcoholics, and now you'll see them in the gym all the time. Uh, That's at, still an addiction. Yeah, at least a routine. But uh, it, it can be a positive one, yeah. Yeah. And and that's you know, you know power of words routine versus versus addiction, religion versus addiction. Um, religion is honestly just the, the routine. So yeah, um, you still need the connection before. and the, the relationship. Um, so yeah, the routine keeps us in a repetitive repetitive motion. Um, going back to the the control out delete, um, we got control the speech, alter the truth, alter what is considered the truth, alter what is considered right. To allow other viewpoints. Now, for this one, it was usually, or it was supposedly, for a way that people were allowed to understand, discover, develop, and express their own truth, without. Um, so these aren't alternative stifling. facts. Stifling, right, right. Wait, these are alternative facts. Right. Because you still arrive at the same truth, the but the path you get there is different. Okay, an al- alternative get- facts is definitely not what that is. <laughs> alternative facts is something not that's the truth. awesome. Yeah, something that's also a fact. <laughs> not at all a fact. <laughs> oh, really? like- yeah. If ever, if ever anybody's talking about alternative facts, and this alternative uh, this term was I've coined- heard alternative truth, so probably the same thing. Negative. Are, are no, special? alternative truth meaning Actually, that no. they're not truths. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. Definitely the same thing. Right. So, made talking to Mr. Confucius himself. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> true. True. Um, true. But the altered piece kind of came about into a way to control uh, the truth. So, give the... It's kind of like what comedians do. Yeah. We kind of give the mirage of truth, but it really isn't true. So, right. similar to almost, I guess, to the alternative facts. And then delete the opposition. Um, I think that's what comes or what has become of the cancel culture mm-hmm. is so you um, control how the speech is, 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 is seen. So you take one part of a, a comedian's uh, whole set and like, I didn't like this, so I'm going to cut this out and talk about this. You alter what the truth is and then you delete the opposition. That makes sense. The recipe for, I guess, controlling the media. Mm-hmm. 
So the the a guy that I brought up earlier who had the editors kind of bash him about his previous tweets, uh, tweets. Michael Shea. Uh-uh. Um, it was another gentleman who was donating to the Children's Hospital. Oh, right, right, right. So the editor, the uh, writer of the article that came out that was approved by the editors, the masses was like, "Okay, fair enough. We, we, you know, we'll cancel him, but let's go dig into your stuff." And so they found like homophobic, um, racist, and <laughs> and other terrible tweets, tweets that um, the reporter did brought it to the attention of the editors, and so he had to make a. Uh, an apology and him he himself was fired so it's like i mean instant karma but at one point do we stop digging up people's past in order to destroy their future like i, I don't understand why we do that why we don't allow people to be human people yeah to be human to be people um to be flawed f- phenomenal people um but still having flaws still being able to make mistakes but Allowing them to grow like we don't seem to allow People to grow Um, We don't allow them any space to grow any space to change what they they think what they believe to mature into adult I think people (laughs) and that thought process. I think people burn an image on each individual person just like we talked about who's Kanye Oh, he's a rapper back, you know um, who forget where else we're going but oh like uh um who's cody a guitar player no you're a musician and it just kind of they burn that stick when we talk about r kelly what's the first thing you think of automatically piss on those hills <laughs> you don't think like oh he's an rb player or right. player you know because he plays the r&b's but <laughs> while, pissing, <laughs> while pissing on little girls oh gosh <laughs> r&p's but you know it's more broader and, and it's oh like, he is the king of r&p uh, you wanna <laughs> you you wanna um <laughs> broaden yourself and think of yourself more as a person or but yeah he can shit on them too but people say like (laughs) oh you're you did this crime or you know so you're a bad person yeah but that was 18 years ago you know but it's more about (laughs) she wasn't 18 (laughs) that's the problem no It seemed like she was. Oh ready. God! Why did I make the bus sound? Oh, right. <laughs> we were talking okay. about R. Kelly. Um. All right. <laughs> so, um, alternative truth. She was legal. <laughs> the last thing. That's alternative shit. I'll say <laughs> about the control out delete thing. <laughs> um. Two girls, one beverage. <laughs> delete. The call out delete, uh, the call, uh, control out delete thing. Um, control like it seems so now. Now that now that you kind of got the different points or whatever, it seems pretty self-explanatory. Or you can see how it could be a possible thing in, in the in the cancel culture and in in I guess what the media is trying to produce, trying to do currently. Um, the thing that I found interesting about the whole control out delete thing is it doesn't seem like something that should be uh, uh, attached to. Uh, a specific industry or um, like the media uh, what, what am I trying to say um, um, not just like the, you know, the cancel culture the, the SJW uh, agenda um, the different entities and people who are coming against um, comedians against singers against that whole uh, entertainment industry but it what it sounds like to me is more of 
a war tactic or kind of a esp- not espionage, but um, in pe- preparing a nation for war. Um, you control the speech. You control what is filtered in and out of the country to give the people a general sense of the enemy you're fighting and how to make them the enemy. I mean, that's... Control-alt-delete is not just the cancel culture. It's the media, period. Right, right. But I'm saying, like... I don't think seems... they're getting us ready for war because that it's... Mm. it's In my mind, because I wasn't around as long as you have been... Um, <laughs> But I'm pretty sure whether we're in war or not, the media is always controlling speech, alternating the truth to fit whatever agenda, and then deleting the opposition. So since the beginning of time. But what if we're under the mirage that this is peaceful times? That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying that we're necessarily in a war. We're fighting and killing each other. Uh, Although people are, there are plenty of people dying right now on the streets, um, especially in Milwaukee. Um, but my thing is, what if we're under the illusion that this is just a peaceful time because we don't see that type of uh, genocide and homicide prevalently? Because um, war doesn't necessarily have to be that um, fighting against this person with bayonets and guns and tanks and cannons. War can be simply a mental thing that, that we're being pressed down into a certain type of thinking, a certain type of routine to get us soft enough to where we're not we're not thinking outside the box anymore we're not trying to be creative in ways that are um bettering our way of life that's what i'm saying that we're under the illusion of that this is just a piece of time because we're not in constant danger or threat of life because we're complacent we're comfortable we're not really watching our i backs feel good anymore. so i'm i'm straight you know i'm, I'm good that's here. like what exactly. charles said about you know college players don't um try so or they try harder but once they made it, you know, they can kind of coast. Yeah. Damn it, that was a good example between internships and actually having <laughs> a position. I was ready to say some shit. Ah, oh, fucker, got me. <laughs> How's it feel? <laughs> <laughs> to be had. So the main thing that I, I really wanted to draw from this is that, you know, the cancer culture comes to um, kind of kill, steal, and, and destroy certain people. Um, it is a great talent almost divine to not judge other people and to work on just judging yourself um because if you're judging yourself you're working on trying to make yourself a better person trying to make yourself a stronger person trying to make yourself more flexible more this more that in order to present your best self and usually we learn to do that for other people but we seldomly do it for ourselves exactly um people need to put their blinders on yeah for sure and and um, one of my favorite songs by Lenny Kravitz is Let Love Rule. Um, he really just, and he's probably high as hell during the time, but he was really promoting the thought that it's time to take a stand against ourselves for ourselves. Um, because we should be looking to let love rule our actions, our thoughts, and how we treat ourselves and each other. Also, fuck Drake. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought up let love let us love each other. Awesome. Always with the transitions. Actually what he last thing I said was fuck Drake, so not not him. Yeah. The bus. Yeah. Yeah. Bus actually <laughs> You don't got us. Ha this time I definitely got gotcha. you. This one. Oh, <laughs> that one. Alright. Yep. Yeah. What? <laughs> you failed us. So but, but still. this week in the news Fuck Aubrey. 
<laughs> was actually a, a lot more light as, than um, in recent times. It's the unfortunate story of the week. Right? I wasn't even going to drop an unfortunate story of the week. I mean, the, there was a... T- I did find a story that's in That's where I which, thought you were going. The texting one? Or is that what you're doing right now? No. I, was, I, I guess I could mention that one. The un- an unfortunate story of this week. I wasn't teaming up with him after class. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so originally I was saying that this week has been pretty light in uh, stories. There hasn't been any difference in um, the bullcrap that's happening and the middle east iraq with the guys raping the girls there was a blind and deaf girl or something that got raped by a couple guys in iraq like they are going wild over there then there's still the violence happening in venezuela we got bonfires happening in uh california and yeah exactly so there's aside from all that which unfortunately is normal (laughs) now that control alt delete here we go (laughs) But aside from all that, there wasn't anything that was just out of the ordinary, if that's if I could say that. The worst thing that I could find, like Cody was saying, would be more of an unfortunate story. There was a uh, little lady that lived in this year. A third party uh, company that handles text messages for T-Mobile, Verizon, and I forget the other carrier, but for sure T-Mobile and Verizon. But in February, a lot of these texts didn't get sent to the recipient well now in october those texts are coming in to whoever and these texts some of them are from people that passed because they passed away in february and Mm -hmm. that was the last thing that they were trying to send over a lot more of them though were exes at the time were probably dating and saying things like, I love you, can't wait to see you, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm spending the rest of my life with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. now in October, those messages are coming in. It's like, wait, what the fuck? Is this a troll? Yeah, I got one. <laughs> so. You got one? Really? You did? Oh, uh, shit. What did it say? Um, it was an obscure conversation from uh, this person I was kind of seeing at the time. And so I'm hitting back like, no, yo, what's what's good like, <laughs> you know, what you talking about type of thing what's this with this paragraph and she was like I have no idea what the fuck you talking about <laughs> and so we went through that and then she was like oh this is probably what happened and I'm like really <laughs> but then I seen like everybody on Facebook like yo y'all get these <laughs> like so I'm like alright right. <laughs> yeah so my mom got one but I think it was only like a few weeks apart it wasn't like February yeah it was yeah it was February <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah. so it was more of an unfortunate uh, story if anything um, what I wanted to do in place of the fucked up story was actually do something a little bit more inspiring maybe and say, I think each one of us should go around and say what they get out of this pod. We've been recording for a year now, um, not consecutively every weekend, but we have enough episodes in the tank, right? We, we've been doing this we for a while. Missed, I think 10 episodes. Huh? We only missed 10 episodes. Of- yeah, this is episode 46, Seven. 47, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're only a couple episodes down. But nevertheless, at this point in time, we've spent enough time with each other, with the, our fans, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you guys get out of this pod? For me, I still kind of feel the same that I did a year ago, and that you're uh, in this like, is just... like, but you're not in love with the pod? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely dumb. like a yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess I do love our pod, but... I still feel the same in that I feel like I'm just kicking it with my homies and we just so happen to have recording equipment. 
that we would use. Would you do you think you would feel that same way if we actually built up a fan base of two or more? <laughs> <laughs> like in the thousands or hundreds at least? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if this feeling is going to be dependent on how many listeners and stuff that we have cuz even if we do had if we do have plenty of listeners out there, I'd still think i'd still feel the same in that i feel like i'm just kicking with my homies and we just so happen to have recording equipment shout out to the fans and people that do listen to us uh but yeah this this is just fun man uh well this has now become the thanksgiving episode um what are you thankful for um you know i think we mentioned we've mentioned this a couple of different times but i think for me uh it's kind of the same feeling i get like like an automatic uh hangout session every Saturday where we can not only come together to record the pod but we can talk shit we can get some shit off, our, off of our chest can you, we can you know congratulate each other on shit that we missed throughout the week and shit like oh you did this so it's like it's this <laughs> yeah. it's this thing where we we forgot to congratulate you for your costume last oh, you, couple weeks yeah. ago it's cool though it's cool congratulations um, clicker <laughs> cause he's red your bitch loves it though <laughs> which would be I don't have one. one. Oh. You know what? But if I did, she'd know that your car's red. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, honestly, it's that, it's that bit of, like, moment to, like, hang with my friends and, like, release everything. Also, this gives me some type of something to work towards. Not that we don't have enough of those in life, but I feel like this is... The more we do it, and the, the better it becomes, and the more people that I see, like, actually, like, start to listen and, like, tune into it, the more I'm like, we do have some type of magic here. So I, like that purpose that it kind of you know it gives me something i'm working towards or working on you Tony. my name is trey i got basketball game uh, <laughs> i like turtles <laughs> <laughs> this is also now the 420 episode apparently so <laughs> we went so long i just minutes. say oh we could have made it and they didn't have to that's know that's hilarious okay. <laughs> um yeah, I think I definitely told you guys, I think it was off the record, that this definitely feels a lot less of a podcast and more of like a friendship hangout slash like group therapy session, which is nice For too. Sure. Um, well, what do I get out of this pod? Stop. Because <laughs> oh, the letters in this pod. Um. <laughs> what? Stop. S-T-O-P. T-H-I-S-P-O-D Get stop out of this Alright um, <laughs> Apparently oh. T-S isn't good with the letters He um, does numbers T-H uh, no. <laughs> Hey, could you do that in hexadecimal please? Uh, <laughs> in Mahoy Five, five no. <laughs> Oh Point three repeating What I get out of this pod um, It's a You get stressed. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's a stress inducer. <laughs> no, no, I've I've told uh, uh, many people this. I think I've told you guys this too, that um, it kind of encompasses um, what you all have said. Um, it's it's a way to to break away from the normal, come out, hang out, talk shit, um, learn shit, be disgusted by shit. Um, it's always a a roller coaster of emotions. And many times it's been just a release from my week, um, just to sit and talk with you guys and just just vibe. You know what I mean? There's not many times during a week um, 
that I can sit with cats and just vibe and just talk shit and just just talk about whatever and it not have to go somewhere it not appear other places um, and it just be in the room in the actual moment and it be such a freeing experience dope that's funny that he said it's just like in the room because a lot of the stuff that we do in this room ends up in this spot <laughs> like ends up on the pod mm-hmm. even if by accident so mm-hmm. like our titles <laughs> <laughs> dope yeah um so I yeah I, I didn't have any fucked up stories had the unfortunate story and just thought to ask because we didn't ask that question for our uh, year episode and I think that would have been a good question to ask for that episode you know happy late anniversary right. <laughs> hindsight twenty twenty yeah exactly um, and then as far as fun facts go <laughs> some girl in Brazil got her dick chopped off <laughs> <laughs> some girl huh yeah. and, she was and, her vagina, and her vagina cemented <laughs> how'd you guys know did you guys read the same, same by, by ladybugs <laughs> angry fire ladybugs <laughs> What's it called when you like burn the end of like a, a wound or something? Cauterizing. Yeah. yeah. Is that what the, the layer, the fire, <laughs> ladybug fire? Is that what they did to the vagina? It just they made it uncomfortable. It. Yeah. Just made it uncomfortable. It. <laughs> I can't sit down anymore. <laughs> These pants are on fire. That's what T.I. did to his daughter. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. I was gonna bring that up during music about Ti. Yeah, but... we can talk about him next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This guy. Um, speaking of kids, the fun fact of this week is <laughs> the Cookie Monster has a real name. Does anybody want to guess what that real name is? Felicio Melanjal Bell. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh? Why is it Colonel you... Angus? <laughs> no, Horatio Melon. What was? Oh, the Captain Crunch? Yeah. His first name was Horatio? Yeah, it was Horatio. Uh, Forget what. I don't know. Is it Melon William? Nope. Is it, oh, Cookie Monster. Is it the R word? Rape? Rape? No. What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with yeah, guys, he's his R word? God damn it. Wait. Robert? Uh, <laughs> his R word. Again, I'm going to go with rape. I'm... <laughs> oh, yeah. That is rape, huh? It's your fucking first name, sir. Oh, Reginald? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Get yourselves! Holy shit! He said his armor, Robert. No, what, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I'm like, man, it's a T. What? You, it's not hard. It's too late. No. <laughs> his armor. No. And that's episode forty-seven. It's not Reginald. Homosexual? What's my armor? Hate the words. Raisin. Right. Ruh-roh. <laughs> Red. Uh, Wait, sorry. Oh, it's our word. <laughs> right, Ricky, right. Ricky. <laughs> oh, that's good. No, close, though, because oh, it Rorge. starts with an S. Uh, his first name is apparently Sid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Bullshit. No, Don't act yeah. like they do that shit. They had t-shirts with this fucking name on it, and I never caught the reference. Yeah, all right. Roger? What'd you say? Sid. How'd you get Roger? <laughs> He's still trying to guess the R word. <laughs> we'll wrap it up. We should call it. <laughs> That's W. Double wrap it up. It's definitely not an S. I don't. <laughs> it's an R in that bitch. 
This is episode 47 of not politically another RNN word 40 <laughs> not politically correct it's the homie TS aka Cnova you know I gotcha and you can find me on Twitter at Cnova KPZ McCoy McCoy it's real you. McCoy there you go it's your boy real McCoy aka Mr. What to Do aka Young Splash God aka Redman aka Funk Doctor Spock you feel me that's a Redman reference since you can find me on uh, Twitter at Rimmel Court KPD and on Snapchat at Rimmel Court Rebel. I didn't read that one. Uh, <laughs> Neither did McCoy. Cody. <laughs> Brody. Ghost. E- Emily. Charles. Choke. <laughs> Master C. C Murder. Correspondent. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Conspiracy. Teddy. Ted. Ready. Rats are rough. <laughs> rats, rats are rough. Oh, we're looking at? And where can where can they find you? Who is he? Is he him or is he Russell? God damn it. He's everybody. CD record on everything. <laughs> Did you just Eskimo kiss the mic, bro? <laughs> nose buddy. That's the nose mic. What? That's the healthier mic. <laughs> All right, want, the bus the is broken. The fans don't want to know what this mic is. <laughs> Russ, the barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ, a.k.a. School Wars Q, a.k.a. Russ. Oh, there you went. Good timing. Good timing. You can find me. That was a white bus, though. Which is weird. On black Twitter. <laughs> I'm glad that that's a third. And the thaddiest of chats. Um... The snappiest of the daddies of the chats. Yeah, however, Charles said that. The thistle, the thistle, the thistle, the thistle, the thistle, the thistle. All right. No. This face looks like ours. Now, Keith. All right. Uh, <laughs> ECKZ underscore R-E-Y-D-E-T. And then on the IG. My arm. Uh, my arm. He will show you his arm. Candy Community. C-A-N-D-I-D. Underscore C-U-P-P-I-D-T-T-Y. My keys fell off the ignition. What the fuck? Cortana, please take the bus to get his tune up. He broke. He broke. Broke, broke, five broke. We ain't got it. All right, and you can um actually join our Facebook group at Not Politically Correct Podcast. Like the page at NPC Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Not PC Podcast and listen to us. SoundCloud. Sn- not Snapchat. <laughs> SoundCloud. Podcast app. Spreckenzy Deutsch. Spreaker. Google Play. Spotify. And many, many more at Not Politically Correct Podcast. Don't look up NPC Podcast because that's non playable character. So, not politically. Not politically correct. Yeah, bitch. Mm-mm. Fuck Drake. And on that note.